Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Good. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you for the invite. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. You know, I was uh, obviously for our, our listeners, uh, I asked my mother if she would join us back on here. So she is on. And since we've been doing these episodes and we've been hearing some uh, powerful testimonies on how God has been bringing people back. Uh, you know, I never shared mine. So I said, you know what? I would have her interview me. And so I'll be in the hot seat this time if that's okay. Okay. Is there any boundaries? No, no boundaries. You far away. Really? Yeah. I can go back to... <laughs> how far back can I go? Hey. <laughs> You know where everything is buried, so. Woo! Okay, maybe that's for another time. I, I don't want to go too far back. Okay. Now you sweating in the hot seat. Oh yes, please. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have that light over my head like they did, and I think it was Minister Society. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You know you messed up, don't you? <laughs> oh yes, I have some. So many of your famous quotes memorized from over the years. <laughs> I, I just got to say one and then I'm going to go to my question. Yeah. Uh, I remember distinctly you saying uh, hmm. girls are just like buses. If you miss one, mm. another one's coming. Mm. And I said, <laughs> but they got different. I said, but DeWine, they got different drivers and mm. they headed in different directions. You ain't kidding there. Ooh. And the rest is history. You with your wife. History. That's all I got. Yeah, to say. I got on that bus and set my stuff, <laughs> set my seat, put my seatbelt on, and everything. <laughs> okay. Well, my question to you is: What is the one thing that happened on your in your life that made you decide to trust the Lord and get serious? That's a that's a that's a great question, and. I think how I would initially answer that question because, you know, I, I've shared with many folks on how uh, I got, gave my life to Christ in a hotel room, but people don't know what led me to that hotel room where I was in there by myself. And so it really was a series of events and uh, obviously being out in the world, and I know you will, you will relate to this because in the early 90s, I'll say like 90, 91, 92, 93, and 94, um, I saw the Lord, you know, I was, I'll say it this way, I've always been very observant, you know, I'm one that was always a, uh, a kid who was just, you know, I was introverted, but I was also observant, so yes. I could see all type of stuff going on, uh, I never, you know, needed to be the life of the party, and it was when um, my older brother, Galen, when he was getting involved with stuff and getting shot and I remember you and I was I can't even tell you how many phone calls at two three in the morning we're running up to the hospital and I saw really God moving through situations that he was going through that'd be one you know and it was all separate incidents he got shot in the leg he got shot well one time he was riding with me we were I was uh like a sophomore in high school and it was a mistaken identity uh he got shot one time uh, grazed in the head yeah shot in his calf uh he was thrown from a uh a car yeah where he uh broke his pelvis in three spots then 
younger, we was at the we was at the arcade, and a car came down the street and jumped the curve and hit his leg. So his leg was he had a brace on his leg. Uh, and then the last one, when he uh, when he was uh, actually uh, you know shot in the uh, in the face, and all those incidents that I saw, and then uh, I was like, there is no way on God's green earth yes. that all those things could have happened. I mean, that accident that he had when he went through the windshield and broke his hip, I saw the God moving in his life yeah. where I was like, no, no, this can't, even though I wasn't saved, I was smart enough to know being, being observant that you don't get that many opportunities unless yes. somebody is protecting yes. you. And I saw it clearly. I mean, yeah. clearly. I mean, the last incident, you know, we I got down there to his apartment, which this is his testimony. He should be on here saying it. And I remember stepping on the carpet on that last incident, and my foot just sunk down into blood. Yeah. And I remember you didn't want to go in there and, and yellow tape around the uh, around his apartment. And I remember that police officer saying. Because uh, I just knew he didn't make it once I saw the inside of that house. And the police officer was like, hey, he's still alive. He's in surgery. And you and I jumped in our car yeah. and went over to St. Luke's Hospital, made it through it. If you see him today, you wouldn't even think that nothing ever happened to him. Right. Face is clear. So, so I saw God moving in that. And then outside of that, I saw things happening to people around me. Just freak accidents. Just stuff they was involved in. Going to going to a place that they shouldn't have been going doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing and I just felt like it was like you you my man is like you next on the assembly line yeah and I didn't know I knew I said this way I knew the feeling that I had and I was like it's like a claustrophobic feeling feeling like feeling like you're in an elevator elevator where the string is about to be cut you're gonna fall straight to the ground I felt like something was about to happen and so I decided to go and I remember telling you this I said I took my radio and I said hey I'm about to go just get lost for a couple days and that was only like a day and I left went to a hotel room to kind of get my thoughts together and I was in that room by myself just thinking looking I was laying on my bed looking up at the ceiling saying it has to be more to life than what I'm seeing yes. it's gotta be you know and it was right then and there where I you know, got on my knees and asked the Lord until my life. Hadn't been to the church since I was a young kid, like a little boy. Yeah. And I remember that. And I left the hotel like, you know what? It's going to be a new me. I'm about to, you know, just clean up my act. And two months later, I run into Adrika. I know that was an answer to prayer. Yeah. So when you think about what he showed you through your brother, what he showed you to people around you, and then you just bump into someone that you had a crush on, like a deep crush on that she never knew it since the eighth, seventh grade. I was like, no. And again, I think it's so important for us to be observant. And even though I wasn't saved at the time, I was still observant. And I was like, no, no, it's, it's something to this. So I believe all those things happen to really get me to the full, to get me to the point where to realize that one, yes, there is a God. Number two, he was orchestrating things in my life through seeing things through my brother. And then that gave me a realization that he was even doing things that he was keeping me from stuff. Because when I realized he was, you know, keeping my brother and saving him, I was also in places that I shouldn't have been and doing things I shouldn't have done. 
And I started to realize that he was protecting. He had his arms and, you know, heads of protection around me then. And I didn't realize it. And then just guide me to someone that I had a, a huge crush on that I never said anything to her about. I was like, no, this ain't, this ain't happens chance. So that got me serious about God is real. I need to trust him. I need to see what this thing is all about. That's really what I did. I said, I want to see what this thing is all about. And I've been on the road ever since. Made mistakes along the way, but I've been on the road ever since. And there's no turning back. But I wanted to add one one key thing that even while you were getting uncomfortable, I had people at the post office praying for you. Yes. Pray for my yes. boy, Kathy yes. Shepard. I, it, it was yes. just, I mean, I started getting involved and I never said what, I never told them your business, what you was doing. I said, just pray for them. They out there. That was my favorite part, just to mm-hmm. say. And look what God made sure they are yes. entangled in your life, the very people. Oh, my Before goodness. they even met you, have been casting out prayers for you. When you start getting uncomfortable, and that's what prayer does. That works. You you that don't works. have to worry about it acting right then. You might not live to see it, but guess what? Mm. God's word mm. not coming. Mm. So it, it 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 works. To to your point, I am so grateful for people that was praying for me that I didn't even know exactly. was praying for me, and whatever was being said in that prayer, I believe God <laughs> heard her, and He made me uncomfortable. And he got me to a point to say, Mm-mm, no, because that's what the Holy Spirit does. Once he gets, he gets on you, it gets you uncomfortable. You're like, no, no, this ain't, no. You know, I hear people say, oh man, you was just lucky or happy chance. No, no, you wasn't just lucky. Uh, that was the grace of God up all, all over your life. And so I thank God for the prayers that went up on my behalf when I was not even trying to live for him. Yeah. And I God that he gave me ability to be able to, one, fellowship and get to know the individuals that was praying for me. You know, that's a blessing, too. And so I thank God for that story. But that's my story. That's that's my story. And that's just a that's just a drop. You got you, you got a encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> you got a yeah. series, but uh, we'll just yeah. we thank God for you, and yes. and I thank God for getting this him putting this idea on your heart for people to express. Sometimes you forget so much time to pass. Yes. You need to remember what God has done for you. And this is all what to me what the podcast has done. Yes. And I thank God that you you didn't ever give up on uh give up on us. Not just me, but Galen and uh, never. Alexis. You never gave I go, up on I us. So. My favorite saying, I go broke for mine. <laughs> but, I, but I used to Man. tell y'all, you get in trouble, don't call me. That's the first because there's no reason for you to. I would always say, yeah. all right, go, you grown, go right ahead, but don't call me. Mm. And well, I, I definitely thank you. And then thank you for even being able to, while you were working and we were, you know, wreaking havoc at your house, to go tell somebody at your job, hey, I need you to pray for. Because sometimes people go to work, they got stuff on their heart and their mind. Yeah. And they don't tell other people that truly have a genuine interest for their well-being. I'm like, if you're not feeling something's going on, man, right. if you got some believers uh, that's around it uh, at your job and you know them, tell them, hey, I need you to lift this up. 
And I thank God that you you did that because I'm also, um, you, you're seeing the fruits of what God oh, was able yeah. to do through other people. So I'm grateful oh, for Lord, that. Oh, Lord, yes. I'm grateful for that. Well, I we I guess we'll get ready to end it. Well, like I said, maybe maybe six months from now we'll figure out how do we uh, do part two of this. But I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to uh, um, share some of my story. And thank you for being letting me be your first guest host. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and many more to come. Okay, God bless. All right, all right, you too. Bye bye.